Happy New Year. Have you been recently laid off from your marketing job? Or are you looking for a marketing job? Or maybe you work in a completely different industry and want to get into marketing? Or are you having fears about the recession and you're just really worried about your future and your career? Are you feeling restless? or maybe have anxiety, or you feel sad or overwhelmed, then this episode is definitely for you, so make sure to listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura Marketing Podcast, a marketing podcast for Latinas new marketing, looking for career advice, personal development tips, mentorship, and a community where you can meet other Latinas that can help you get to your desired position or gain skill sets needed for that next job. Most importantly, real amigas cheering you on along the way. Hola, I am your host, Vanessa Parra. I am a Latina marketer in the hospitality and tourism industry, aka destination marketer, who has over 10 years of sales and marketing managerial experience And in a past life, I was a recruiter. So I know exactly what hiring managers are looking for when hiring their next marketer. If you would want help to land that new marketing job, make sure to click the link in my show notes and schedule a 15-minute free coaching session. If you don't want to, no worries. Just grab your cafecito and feel free to continue listening in. So I know if you're listening to this episode, it's because you're feeling, like I mentioned at the beginning, a little restless, maybe a little sad, anxiety. Believe me, I've been in your situation completely. And I wish I could say, I wish I had a crystal ball to say, yes, you will get that job soon. But the reality is that I really don't know. There's so many things happening in the world with all these layoffs, um, articles about us going into a recession or being in a recession. There's just a lot going on. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you won't get that marketing job. It just means that you might not get it at the time that you want it or absolutely need it. So the first thing that you really need to focus on is your mindset. Because You can try whatever tips or tactics that I can provide you to land that job. But if you don't get your mindset right, it's going to be very difficult for you to land that job and just be happy overall and show up positive and authentic. And again, you just need to realize that there's a lot of things happening in this world that you can't control. So there's no point in dwelling on things that you can't control. You never know, maybe you're a click away from landing that dream job. There's so many industries in marketing that it'd be impossible for me to tell you, yes, January is the month you're going to find that job. Because in reality, there's every industry is different. There's industries that hire in February because they want to hire that marketer to get the year going. There's others that hire in the spring because maybe they had a hiring freeze during the first quarter. So then second quarter is the perfect time to hire. Then there's other industries that hire in the summertime because that's their busiest season. Regardless, I just need you to stay positive, which I believe me, I get it. I've been in your shoes. I know how it feels when 
you feel like a failure. You feel like you've worked so hard in your life coming, maybe you're a first generation um, Latina, or maybe you're an immigrant and all your life, your family has been paycheck to paycheck or they've struggled financially. And so for you, like having a job, obviously it's a no brainer. You need a job to pay bills, help out with the family, but there's no need for you to add more stress to your brain. Because again, you don't have control over if companies will be hiring soon, but you do have control over your mindset. And so right now I'm gonna give you some tips on what you can do while these companies start to hire again, because during this waiting period, you really need to take advantage of this not only to have a positive mindset, but really take advantage of this waiting period to improve skill sets, to form relationships, to learn new things. So I'm gonna give you some tips on what you can do, um, you know, to get that position. However, if you're really, really struggling right now financially and you don't know like how you're gonna pay your rent, or pay your bills and unemployment, it's not an option or maybe it's not enough, then go find any job as a cashier, at, as a server. You know, there's no shame in having blue collared jobs to pay your bills. But while you're doing that, continue applying for that marketing job, continue growing your skill sets, forming those relationships, Okay, our jobs don't define us, don't define our value, our worth, but I don't want you stressing about paying your bills. If you don't have the luxury of having a partner to help out with bills right now and things are tight or maybe your parents can't help you, then get a job just as a cashier. Yeah, you might not get paid a lot, but hey, it's better to get something than nothing. So before I begin and give you some tips on what you can do, during this waiting period. I just wanna share a quick story of how I've been in your shoes. And so I completely understand how you feel. So as I mentioned before, my background is in hospitality and tourism, and I had such a great job. I, if you've listened to past episodes, I've spoken about it, or I worked at a beachfront hotel in Monterey area, and every day during lunch, like I literally would just walk over and look at the beach. Like that was my time for meditation, for feeling grateful, for vision, uh, visualizing and just being grateful for having that position. Um, There's so many things I wanted in my future career wise. And I just, I was so grateful having that job. I felt like finally I had gotten the job that I wanted, especially, again, if you heard, I believe it's episode number two, where I talk about my background. I graduated during the first recession and it was so hard for me to get a job in marketing. And I ended up in recruiting and that's why like, I have so much experience when it comes to recruiting and get helping people find jobs and especially in marketing because I am on the other end now, a hiring manager where I always hire marketers, 
um, in their beginning stages. And I oversee a marketing department. So believe me, I do have the experience and the knowledge. But anyways, going back to my story, I was off, And so like everyone else in the world, the world was shut down in 2020. Um, then in 2021, some industries started opening up again, hiring, but it was just, it was not good. And the hospitality and tourism industry, <clears throat> I think it was one of those industries that got hurt the worst because we weren't considered essential, which makes sense. It's more of a luxury um, when you have disposable income. What do you do with it? You want to travel. You want to stay at hotels. You want to enjoy beautiful places, you know, but if people are struggling and they don't have jobs, they don't have money to pay their rent or pay their, for their food, then you don't need to travel. You want to travel, but you don't need to travel. So my industry was not essential. So it was really hard for me to get back into that industry and find a job in marketing, in the travel and tourism industry. And honestly, it was just hard in general to find a marketing job that year, at least near my location. I remember I applied, or actually I tried to apply, but there was no marketing jobs, like whatsoever, you know? So it was to the point where like, I took my own advice and I was willing to work as an admin, even though I knew it was a, like a couple steps down from what I was used to. But hey, when you need to pay bills, you'll do whatever, you know? But I was blessed to find a job in marketing, but it wasn't in the hospitality and tourism industry. It was actually in real estate. So see how the world works. That's what I'm saying. You never know um, what opportunity you'll land or what things will happen because that same year, the hospitality industry was hurting badly, but the real estate agent, agent or real estate industry was booming, right? I don't know if you remember all these people selling homes, buying homes, like it was just the real estate industry was on fire right after the pandemic because people realized that they wanted to work from home or they wanted to sell their home or they wanted to buy a beautiful home because they can work from home, all that. So I was blessed to find a job in marketing, but with the real estate company, and it was actually a luxury real estate company. So it wasn't even just like a regular real estate company. It was a luxury real estate company in Carmel. If any of you are familiar with the area, Carmel is a very expensive and beautiful place to live at. And working there, um, I had to do a couple of mind shifts, which I would like to create another episode on. And I know it has to do with the way I was raised, um, my environment, the people I'm around, stuff like that. But working for the luxury industry, I was able to step into so many beautiful homes, like beachfront homes that cost like $40 million or maybe $3 million with beautiful views, or I was around people that had a lot of money, the people that I worked with, I'm not saying that everyone that has money is snobby or rich, or I mean, snobby or rude. I think in any um, 
what's the word that I want to use? I guess tax bracket. <laughs> there's going to be rude people and there's going to be polite people, you know, educated people. But people that I was around, around, they were snobs. They were rude. And maybe they didn't even realize that they were like that. But um, before I go into that, what I am blessed, again, is that I got a job. It might have not been my ideal job. And honestly, it was, it was a step down because I was not a manager. I was more like a marketing assistant, even though my title was manager. But the task that they had me do was not a manager level. And I learned a lot, you know, because going into it, I told myself, well, you know what, maybe by doing this, um, I'll see if I really like real estate and maybe I can become like my a real estate agent and have my own business. And maybe that was my calling to become a real estate agent because as a real estate agent, you know, you bring your own business. So you determine your hours and you give presentations, you have to market your client homes. And so I thought, oh, you know what, maybe that's what I'm meant to be. So let me try it out as a marketer, see how it works, and I'll get my license. It's not that difficult, you know? It's not like I have to go to school for many years to get my license. So I started working there for a while, and I learned a lot, which I'm glad because um, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to buy my home yet because as you all know, the economy is really expensive right now, but my dream is to buy my home soon and I really didn't know much about it. And so working with the real estate company, I've learned a lot and there's things that I know that um, I'm totally going to implement once we're ready, my husband and I, to purchase our home. But anyways, going back to this, I took that job, okay? And... I've had shitty jobs throughout my career. I'm not going to lie. I have good, bad, you know, no job's perfect. But I can honestly say that was my shittiest. Sorry that I'm cussing because I typically don't cuss. That is my shittiest job that I've ever had. I worked, I'm not going to say their names, but I worked for two real estate agents. Uh, one, he was a marketer. So, I don't even blame him for the way he managed me. He was probably a good marketer, a good salesperson, but he just didn't know how to manage me. Or maybe he did, but just didn't have the time because again, remember during that time, they were closing so many homes, so many sales. Like I remember their sales were like close to $200 million for the year. Um, so they were swamped. They were busy that they didn't have time to train me and not train me as in do the job because that's the thing you're going to have to learn that even as a new marketer in marketing there's not really going to be anyone there to train you they might train you on like basics related to the company their expectations things like that but when you walk into a marketing job you're going to have to figure things out on your own so i wasn't talking about that it was more like meeting their expectations because I think I was like honestly their first employee because all they were they worked with other real estate agents and they only had like one admin but the admin was like another real estate agent so it didn't really count so it was like their real first employee and be 
the best marketer, but if you don't know how to manage people, then that sucks because people leave uh, people, they don't leave jobs. And um, I won't go into detail of what happened when I worked there, but all I can say is that one of those uh, real estate agents, they, they were horrible, not to me, but to the whole team. They would yell at us. They would make you feel like stupid in front of people because it was all remote. Um, actually, it was like a hybrid. I would go into the office like twice a week and then the rest would be online. But this person, like even like their vendors, like photographers, videographers, like were scared of them. And at one point, that person even kind of like what's the word, like, she was kind of arrogant and was kind of, like, proud to be that way because she would say, like, oh, I know I'm mean to people, but I like it. I like people to be uh, scared of me because it makes people work hard, and I do not agree with that. And, yeah, you could have said, well, Vanessa, why didn't you just quit? Because I needed some money, you know? I have a daughter. I have a husband. We have bills to pay. It was during a pandemic, you know? I had lost my job, and I, sorry, I feel like I have PTSD, which tells me that I haven't really moved on from that and I haven't healed completely. But the whole point is not to bash that employer, but it's to show you that no matter what, there's jobs out there. And sometimes you need to have a real clear vision of what you want. It's not just getting that marketing job, but making sure you're in the right industry, making sure you're with the right company that has the right culture and jobs are, will always be there. So again, I was really blessed because I knew a lot of people, a lot of fellow marketers in the area that I've networked with that struggled that couldn't find a marketing job. So I felt really blessed to have a marketing job, but those eight months were the longest eight months of my life. I applied, I reached out, I followed up, I had interviews, but there wasn't that many. Again, because there wasn't that many marketing jobs that year. People weren't hiring. So the few jobs that were available, um, I was competing against other people. And it was frustrating, you know, because I always made it to, like, the last round. But then there would be something, you know, that would happen that I wouldn't get the job. But I was always, like, at the very end, ready to get the job. And I honestly think that things happen for a reason because literally – after those eight months, out of nowhere, I got a phone call because remember, th throughout those eight months while I was working with that real estate company, I was still applying to other marketing jobs, even though there weren't that many. I was honestly to the point where like I was willing to be a cashier or like stock at Target, but I was too overqualified so they wouldn't hire me. Like I was desperate. I just wanted to leave. So again, I had applied to all these jobs. There was this one company that I had applied for that I really wanted to work for them because I had heard great things and I applied for the job. But unfortunately, that position was given to someone else because that director knew that person, had a mutual friend. So I'm not saying that they got the job because they knew them, but I mean, they probably had a better connection relationship with them than me. They didn't know me. So they couldn't really know like what I'm capable of doing, if I would be a good employee, even though I had great references. And there's someone in the company that knew me because we had networked. And 
told them like, hey, you should interview Vanessa. I know Vanessa. She's a really smart girl. She's hardworking. And that's why I even got the opportunity to interview for the position, but I just didn't get the position. So remember, it's very important to form those connections, that network, because sometimes it's not what you know, but it's who you know. But anyways, so I had applied for that position. I didn't get it. I was devastated, but whatever, you know, I cried and I moved on, kept going. Well, eight months later, I got a phone call out of the blue from that same company. They had just opened a new position and they thought of me because that director interviewed me and I had some skill sets that stood out for her, that stood out, that other marketers that she had interviewed just didn't have those skill sets. And for me, it was because of LinkedIn. Um, being in the hospitality and tourism industry, some of the, yeah, you're targeting and trying to promote the destination, but especially if you have hotels or like a conference grounds, their main bread and butter are their um, meeting spaces, you know, hosting like group events, conferences, stuff like that. So working at that hotel, I worked really hard to learn about LinkedIn, learn about paid ads and just helping them sales team target meeting planners. We had fans, which are kind of like a term in, um, the hospitality industry where you invite meeting planners to come and like visit your hotel, you host them and they get to try your food, see uh, nearby attractions and pretty much, you know, like try out your, your location to see if that's the place they would like to host their conferences or their events or stuff like that. Anyways, so I had these very specific skill sets that a lot of marketers in hospitality and tourism, they didn't have, right? So they thought of me. And I think they might have interviewed a few more people, but I'm not saying they were going to give me the job right away. But honestly, I really think I was meant for that job because, again, they created that job. They thought of me. So right away, I took it, I interviewed, and I got the job. Now, even though I was really happy to work for that company, it was a step down because, again, I was a manager. I had been a manager for a few years. But you know what? When you need to pay your bills and when you work for a really shitty job or employer, I took the job not just because I was desperate to leave, but because, remember, I really wanted to work for that company. So, hey, I was in my mind, I was like, I don't mind like working hard. I've worked hard on my life. I'll just have to work extra hard and work my way up again, you know, and hope that eventually once the hospitality industry, hospitality and travel industry gets better, that there'll be an opportunity for me to advance back into a manager position. So I took it, you know, um, I took it. And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't too happy, but again, I was blessed because I had a job compared to other people. So I took the job and I surrendered to the universe and I said, like, God, I'm here. I'm thankful that I, you got me out of that very toxic situation. This is not the job that I want, but hey, thank you. I'll do my best. I'll work hard. Well, I kid you not. Four months into that position, another job opens up. 
And this job, oh my gosh, was my dream job. They had created this position and they had never had that position before, but they had came, they came across my resume on Indeed. That's why I love Indeed, even though maybe someday they can sponsor one of my podcasts. They came across my uh, resume and I kid you not, when I saw the job description, it literally matched my resume. Like that was crazy. It literally matched my resume. It was a social media and digital marketing manager for a theme park in the area. And they called me right away, told me they found my resume uh, through Indeed and they felt that I'd be a good fit if I wanted to apply for it. Obviously, I took that interview, you know? I didn't have many expectations. Like I was excited, but a part of me was like, well, if I don't get it, it's okay. I have a job, you know? And I'll just, again, work my butt off and hopefully grow in this um, business. So I did what I always do, which I'll create another podcast episode on this, where I always research everything from their website to their social media channels. I put on my consultant hat and I pretty much come up with a strategy of how I would improve their social media channels, their website, stuff like that. And when I had my first interview with the marketing director, like I could tell right away from that first interview where they stood in their whole social media and marketing strategy and how I was gonna be able to bring value. They literally had a presence of zero when it came to social media, their digital marketing was all right. And so that's something that I've always, um, I've focused on for the past five years is learning as much as I can when it comes to social media in the, in the travel and hospitality industry. I like truly enjoy it. Like for me, creating content for that type of businesses and industry, like it lights me up. I have so much fun. I love it because it's like you're sharing an experience, you know, to your audience, to the world. And people haven't even heard about your industry or your business. The first thing they see is your videos, your photos, and they want to learn more. So I love it, right? Well, anyways, I got the, sorry, I don't want to make this podcast episode too long, but I just want to share with you. So I get the job, okay? And I love it. And I just feel so blessed because think about it. It took me, what, eight, nine, 10, 11, a year for me to find my dream job. But throughout that time, I did not give up. It was hard. I remember crying. I remember feeling defeated. I remember having anxiety, not being able to sleep. Um, I had all these emotions, right, happening, but I never gave up. And that's something that I feel like if you're listening to this podcast episode, it's because you're like me. You're not going to give up. Yes, you're going to cry. Yes, you probably feel like shit right now, but you're not going to give up, okay? Because at the end of the day, that's something you want to do. You want to be in marketing. You are you're passionate about it. You know, you want to learn. You want to succeed. So you're not going to give up. Okay, now let's get into the actual tactics and tips on what you can do during this waiting period. Okay, so tip number one, you need to set your intentions. So really think about what it is that you want. 
Do you want a full-time job, a part-time job, a hybrid job? Um, what kind of culture do you want? Because I know at the beginning stages, you'll probably be like, I'll get whatever. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Which if you have that luxury, like me, when I first started my marketing career, I didn't have any kids, you know, I wasn't married. So if I worked like crazy hours, that would have been fine, you know? Just being in marketing got me excited. Like, I didn't care. But now with a daughter, being married, having way more responsibilities, I don't want a job like that. And that's why I had to leave my dream job because I was working holidays and weekends and evenings. And even though I loved my job, I had to walk away. So that's what's very important to set your intentions, really know what it is that you want, the type of culture you want, the type of manager that you want. Because that's another thing. I don't do well with micromanagers. Like, I'll freaking want to shoot myself. Like, I can't. I can't deal with micromanagers. I hate those type of people. <clears throat> There's people that probably, they don't like it, but they can handle it. I absolutely can't. I'm the type of person, you just tell me what you need. If I have questions, I'll ask you and I'll figure it out. And as long as you give me a deadline, like it needs to be done by this day, I got it for you. But if you need me to check in every like 30 minutes or every hour on the same thing over and over, like I just can't, I can't. I've had bosses like that and I've left companies because I just absolutely can't. The other thing that I know that I care about is the work environment. Me personally, I know for a fact that I cannot, cannot work in a company where I'm like in a cubicle or stuck at a desk all day. The best jobs that I've had is like a combination, I guess you would say marketing, social media, and events. And the reason I like that is because, yes, I'll be at my desk, you know, doing my work. And I'm not saying like I have to have a whole office. I mean, it'd be awesome, but I don't need to. But then the rest of my time, I'm focused. I walk around the grounds or the campus or wherever I'm working at because I'm taking photos, taking videos, or part of like event marketing, event setup. So I'm not stuck at my desk. There's been marketing jobs that I've interviewed for where they've offered me the job and I've literally had to say no because once I find out that I'm at a cubicle and I'm going to be there all day, every day, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't. Like, I can't. And then I also have some back problems. I'm not old, I swear, but I, I was in a car accident, so I, if I sit for too long, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. So no, I cannot be in with a company that I'm just literally at my desk 24 seven. So I don't know, maybe you don't care about that, but just really think about what it is that you want and set that intention. Okay, now while you're waiting to see when, you know, more companies start hiring for that marketing position, I would use this opportunity to learn a new skill set. And if you have the money, invest in a coach, invest in a program, learn about what, so if there's like a specific niche or specialty within marketing that, marketing that you want to learn and you have the money, invest in it, you know, learn that skill set, practice it. If you do not have the money, then learn that skill set as much as you can, 
watching YouTube videos, listening to podcast episodes like this one, or um, listening to Audible or reading a book, stuff like that. And then I would volunteer. I've done it. I haven't done it recently because my life has been chaotic and busy. But when I first started my marketing career, I worked my 40, 50 hours, and then I would volunteer my marketing services to the city of Salinas because I wanted to learn, you know, how to create a marketing strategy. I wanted to work with Latino businesses and help them with their social media strategy. I learned how to create websites and I wasn't getting paid for it. And I only volunteered, I think like maybe five to 10 hours per week. So it wasn't a lot, but it was really rewarding helping other businesses, but it was also, not only was I helping other businesses, but I was getting my name out there, forming connections and I was learning and I didn't have to worry about having that stress or pressure that, oh, what if I suck? <laughs> or what if I don't do a good job? And if you do suck at the beginning, it's okay. You know, you're going to keep trying, find ways to learn and practice. But you're going to see, you're actually not going to suck. It might not be like the best, but you're learning and it's okay. And then things that you're learning, you can apply it to your job. Or if you're not in marketing and you're trying to get into marketing or find a marketing job, you can add that to your resume. I've added a lot of my volunteer work on my resume. And because of that, I've gotten a lot of interviews and I've been able to get jobs because not only does that employer see that you're driven, that you're hungry, that you'll do whatever to learn skill sets, improve yourself, but you're also giving back to your community. And that makes you a very well-rounded person, you know, and people want to hire people like that. So keep that in mind. You should definitely volunteer your time. Now tip number three, sorry, I forgot to say the other tip number two, which is learning new skills or volunteer. So tip number three is listen to motivational subliminals. So I forgot what episode it is, but I'll link it in the show notes of some an episode I created on subliminal messages, you can find them on YouTube if you just type in subliminals. And you can even type in like specific subliminals like for career, uh, motivation, or for, I don't know if it's marketing, but pretty much it's like these different affirmations with music in the background that it's hard for me to explain, but the music has some type of frequency that helps reprogram your mindset. I know it sounds a little crazy if you've never heard of subliminals, you're probably thinking like, is this some type of brujeria? It's not, but it'll help you reprogram your mindset because I don't know about you, but me, and I think a lot of first generation Latinos, I hate to say this, but our mindsets are very effed up. You know, we think very negative and I think it's because we come from families that have like a scarcity mindset, you know? And I didn't realize how negative I would speak to myself or how negative I would see the world until I started hanging around people that did not face the same obstacles or struggles that I did. And once I started hearing about subliminals and manifestation and law of attraction, I started listening to subliminals. And um, there's a few apps that I love listening to. Uh, so I'm going to put them in this uh, show notes if you 
are interested, feel free to download those apps. I'm not, they're not, they're, they're not sponsoring me, so I don't get any money off of it. But I'm just curious if you care about subliminals. If I were to create some subliminals specifically for marketing for you, would you listen to them? Maybe I can make it as a freebie. Just let me know. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, let me know. Or send me an email and let me know. I'd love to create some subliminals and see if that's something that interests you to help reprogram your mindset and just think more positive. And when you think more positive, then you're inspired to do all these other things, you know, like learn a new skill set, volunteer, listen to podcasts, stuff like that. Okay, now tip number four, grow your personal brand. So yes, as a marketer, many of you, again, probably create way better content than I do, especially like on TikTok and Instagram. But And that's awesome. Don't get me wrong. That's awesome. But if you're serious about getting a job in marketing and being well-known in your industry of choice, you need to grow your personal brand on LinkedIn. So if you don't have a LinkedIn account, you definitely need to create one. You need to start networking with other marketers in the area or in the industry that you would like to grow in. And actually, and I don't know if the next episode or the upcoming episodes, I will be giving you a crash course on LinkedIn if you don't currently have one to help you stand out and give you some tips on how to network with other marketers. But definitely you need a LinkedIn account when applying for marketing jobs because I know for a fact that if you're in marketing, after looking over your resume, maybe even before interviewing you, the first thing we're going to go do is look at your LinkedIn account because the LinkedIn account should pretty much verify that you are who you say you are on your resume and your cover letter. So definitely have a LinkedIn account and post once in a while. You don't have to post every day, but post once in a while, form connections, create communications with other people, it will definitely help you stand out in your industry. And then the last tip, which you might think I'm crazy, and that's okay if you do, because maybe I am a little crazy, but I can honestly say that it helped me land these marketing jobs. I read the book, The Magic. It's by Rhonda Rhimes. She's the creator of The Secret. If you've heard of The Secret, you definitely need to read the book, The Magic, the magic has um, some, like, I guess, prompts or rituals, whatever you want to call it, where it tells you to do specific things for 28 days straight. And don't worry, it's not brujeria. <laughs> Again, it's to reprogram your mindset and make you feel more positive, help you to create that inspired action, set your intentions. And actually, I do, I read this book a few times and each time I've read this book, I've manifested either a new job or just something in my life. And I'm actually thinking of doing it again this January, which if I do, I think I'm gonna make it like bonus episodes for you guys. So you can, you know, read along with me or listen to me. I don't know if I have the best voice, but I can read along with you. They're not long. They're just practices. Maybe I'll just do like a quick summary of it. That way it's not too long of an episode. And just set your intention. So that's the key though, when reading the magic and actually doing the different like rituals for 28 days, 
you need to set your intention. So are you going to do all these things because you want to manifest that job? Or maybe you want to manifest, I don't know, losing weight or manifest a coach. I don't know. But set your intention and then go ahead and do these rituals. So I think I'm going to start that sometime next week. Make sure to listen in. If it's not something you're interested in, no worries. Just skip those episodes and I'll continue to provide weekly tips for your marketing career. So I think that's it. I know it's probably a longer episode than I was planning to, but I just really wanted to share all these tips with you. I wanted to share my story because, again, I completely understand how you feel. And now that it's 2024, I'm sure like the rest of the world, you're all excited and you want to change your life. And I know you might feel like, well, is this really going to work? Um, it feels like, you know, New Year's resolutions, which I guess it can be kind of like a resolution, but I don't think so because this is more like an intention. This is something that you really want because if you didn't want it, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode. And again, right now it's a waiting period. So take advantage of it and do something positive that's going to help you mentally and help you attract and land that marketing job. What do you have to lose? Would you rather just keep doing what you're doing, feeling depressed and just feeling anxious? Like, what's the point of that? You know, your family needs you, your friends need you to be the best version of yourself and you need to be the best version for yourself. So I don't know, but I think you have nothing to lose. So you might as well just take if you don't advice or advice from everything that I went over, then at least take a few, you know, and apply it. And if it works, and come back to this episode and then do the next thing on the list. I just wanted to let you know that I'm here for you. I'm really excited for 2024. I feel it in my soul. That's going to be a great year, regardless of what's happening in the world. And I'm here to support you in any way that I can. But I can't help you if you don't tell me. So again, make sure to follow me on Instagram at uh, Influence with Cultura Podcast or on TikTok and or on LinkedIn. Just look, uh, look up Vanessa Parra and let me know like which episodes you've been enjoying, what you need help with. Did you like this episode? Do you want to hear uh, about subliminals related to marketing and help you reprogram your mindset? Let me know, and I'm more than happy to help you out. Okay, well, have a great week, and happy new year. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura marketing podcast episode. Want more? Schedule a free 15-minute coaching session with me, where I can help you land that first marketing job. Or click the link in the show notes to subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about any programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at Influence with Cultura Podcast or on TikTok at Influence with Cultura Pod or on LinkedIn at Vanessa Parra. So more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. Now remember, you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start 
that marketing career or business. You got this. Talk to you next week. Hasta luego.